I doubt if there is any problem, social, political, or economic, that would not melt away before the fire of such a spiritual undertaking. Finally. Yeah. It's been a while since we came back. This I is know. the first gin and tonic I've had since um since I left for Italy. Since you left Italy? Yeah. Since I oh yeah. no, no no since I came when since I left for Italy. So like since oh. I since last gin yeah. I've had since I got. So I've heard that the Italians can't make a cocktail to save their life. Is that really? I didn't actually have a whole lot of cocktails. I just drank a lot of German beer and Italian wine. Well, I've been told that that's usually what you want to do because they. They don't do mixed drinks very well in Italy. Apparently. So I was walking in this grocery store in Parma. Yeah. And they've got their liquor store thing, their liquor aisle. So I'm looking at it and there's some Tanqueray gin. And I'm like, ooh, Tanqueray is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it and it's like 0% alcohol gin. It's like, what? Gross. (laughs) What's the point of this? (laughs) What is is the point of this? I I put a picture of it on my Instagram story and a a mutual friend who will go unnamed, but I think you'll you'll know because I'll impersonate him. He like respond to me is like, you can't tell me that somebody actually likes the taste of gin without the alcohol. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, I was like, like, I mean, I'm I would drink Bombay Sapphire straight. Yeah. But (laughs) it's still kind of like it's no, you're the gin's largely gin straight and gin in general is the alcohol is the main point. Yeah. It's I mean, I don't hate the taste of gin, especially if it's like a really good gin with some sure. aromatics in it. Like yeah. Um have you seen um James May's Jim gin? Mm-mm. So James May from Top Gear fame has his own oh, gin okay. line, and I am itching to it's you can get it shipped to the U.S. It's just expensive, and I don't necessarily want to spend that much money on a bottle of gin. But it's, yeah, gin gin's okay. But yeah, so welcome back to the states. Um, it's good. Yeah, dear land of the free because of the brave, and uh, yeah, people who know how to own and use guns. Yeah. So you you mentioned your your second in experience with the Italian Garda or Polizia, whatever they're called. Uh, I think it's like it's like their equivalent. I think of the National Guard. Okay, they're like yeah. supposed to be anti-terrorist commandos. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I, they're they're usually stationed at at large monuments just mm-hmm. to show a police presence, which right. I mean, for an American is kind of creepy because you don't go to the you know Washington Monument or the Lincoln Memorial, as far as I know, and you don't have guys with like assault rifles walking around. As far Not as on I, an, but, any given day. I'm sure if it there's like a like if like there's a an event happening or if there's like a or there's an like a threat. Yeah, you probably see yeah. him. But if it's just like regular any given day, it's just park police walking yeah. around, like keeping an eye on things. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So I walk past and I see this guy, this Italian police or this Italian guardsman. And like, okay, of course, first they're decked out in their camo. They've got body armor on. They yeah. look like they're ready to go, I don't know, fight a war, draft <laughs> into Ukraine, something like that. Although, I, to be fair, I would probably take a 16-year-old Ukrainian farm boy with like his grandfather's burnt-out AK than these guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, as, as I'm going to demonstrate. And so I walk by, and um, I notice really quickly this guy is breaking the first rule of gun safety, which is don't point the gun at anything you don't want to kill or shoot. <laughs> Because he has his gun parallel with the ground. Like that's how he's holding it on his strap. And so 
as I see it, like I have to walk past the barrel of a gun. Like yeah. I can see him off in the distance. I'm like not too far away, but like I can't just like yell at him. Yeah. And I don't also I don't want to yell at him, right? Because like no. he accidentally pulls this trigger and he's like strafing, you know, five, 10, 20 people who's were in the piazza of of, of Duomo of Milan, right? Right. He's, right. he's gonna yeah. kill a bunch of people or main them. So like, okay, well big boy pants time time to walk past the barrel of a loaded gun because you know unlike in america when you have a police presence with assault rifles they usually don't always have the clip in the yeah. magazine the wall. magazine in the, yeah, yeah they'll usually have yeah. it like in this their pockets in front of them and if things go down grab the magazine put it in chamber the round and get ready to go yep um but for some reason the italian these italian guys always have the magazine and the in. i was like okay like why but okay yeah i walked past that i was like this is really bad this is the most egregious example because i've seen less egregious examples that still pointed your gun to people but at least this like made the slight effort to slowly tilt like slightly tilt the gun down towards the ground even though it's only at like a very slight angle of pointing at the ground as opposed to just straight this guy just had it straight he had no shits left to give the thing that really freaked me out as I walk past him, so he's kind of like his back is to me, and then I have to round around and see him. He's talking to his friend, and with his right, his index fingers, right finger or thumb or something, he's flicking the safety on and off. He's just like whoop a doop a doo, mass oh murdering gosh. a piazza full of people. You know, neutered click, <laughs> mass murder, neutered click, mass murder, neutered click. I was just like. Oh man, dude, you you can't do that, man. No. You can't do that. There is an inbred redneck in West Virginia who yep. doesn't know how to spell oh. <laughs> yeah. Who knows how to handle his that gun better yep. than you do? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like oh I don't gosh. mean to I don't mean to deride the Italian military, and I'm sure there are some Italian uh, soldiers out there who are very competent and fine soldiers defending and you know protecting their country, but it wasn't this guy. <laughs> this That's guy. probably why he's standing a post in the piazza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except he's pointing his gun at a bunch of people and because they're all Euros. They have no idea what he's flipping. Right? Yes. It's like you're you dude, he is ready to kill all of us. Yeah. Like yep. if he flips, if he flips it the wrong way and accidentally like trips or gets startled and moves his finger a little bit down. I yeah. don't know how like what the trigger, like what the trigger pull is for a scar heavy, but that's also not a shitty rifle. No, sure it's got a pretty not like hair fine trigger, but I'm sure it's not like you're pulling like a high point and you're just like, man, I think I'm going to strain some ligaments in my you know, wrist trying to pull and get this thing to discharge. But OK, fine. Got it to work. I'm sure it's got a pretty decent, if not very good trigger, because the scar heavy is a very, ex- very expensive rifle. Yeah. So I'm sure it's not some shitty trigger. I'm sure he's no. not working with a bullpup or something. <laughs> it's like he's, he's got a good rifle there and he's treating it like it's a Nintendo switch or something, right? <laughs> like, like you gotta be kidding me, dude. Like, this is like, what are you going to do? Mass murder everyone accidentally during a terrorist attack and then join the terrorists and be like, sorry, it's our military tradition. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Switching sides. That's this right. Is what we do. Man. We, <laughs> yes. just, we switch sides. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, 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 like, I didn't know I was a terrorist until I accidentally strafed, you know, five like damn American Yankee tourists. So. 
I wonder if it's like that. I mean, so you've traveled to other places and I know that like I've heard or at least I've seen that, like, you know, you get, you know, pretty heavily armed police presences in other parts of Europe and maybe like the Middle East, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's the same. Like if you were to go to Germany and some like counter terrorist guys were hanging out in Berlin, like it would be interesting to see the difference. I, mean, I don't know. I'm yeah. going to have to yeah. I'm gonna do them. I'm going to go to France yeah. next year. So I'm going to be like. There you go. That'd be a good place to check that out. That'd like, be interesting. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. I've heard you people lost a lot of world wars, but somehow ended up as, you know, the victor. Even though you guys literally were, you know, controlled. Cockered by- twice. Yeah. Let's be honest. Three times. Let's go back to Franco Prussian. Just run up yes. yells for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the I mean, I, I know. The post-World War II order, how France was allowed to like hold on to their colonies, like Vietnam and stuff after yeah. they like, or just using De Gaulle as the fig leaf of like, no, the French were actually on our side. Oh yeah. No, they weren't. Yeah, Catan no. was totally in Hitler's back pocket. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, so true. Oh my gosh. Like, come on. Like, it was 50-50 at best. Oh, but they yeah. were partisans. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> like, great. Like some Germans tried to assassinate Hitler. That doesn't mean Jack. You no. Know? Like, fine. Like, yeah. Great. <laughs> like, we salute their efforts, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean we need to make you like a full fledged like new power in the, the new post world order. But somehow yeah. you keep on doing it, so I got to give credit on that. Yeah. Never mind. I was like, I'm not going to go there. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Accidents and victors. I know you're not. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's see. So Italy was good. Is were there any? Uh, were you you were there during were you there for the election when yeah I was there a little yeah. bit for the election I was there for some of the um different things they had it was kind of funny um I went apparently I found out after the fact that it was one of the right parties having a um um a rally or something it was kind okay. of funny because like there's a police presence there which is good but it's in one of these piazzas um and there's no real barriers up so everyone's just kind of walking around and doing yeah. whatever it's like okay cool you're listening to it and um, the guards are really bored and they're so bored that they're not even paying attention to the rally, but they're watching like one dog mounting another dog <laughs> like in the street. And then they're just like, wow, they're laughing. I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, wait, is that what? Oh my gosh. Like, this is like a main piazza in Rome. Like, what is that? Rome's <laughs> like, finest. <laughs> don't they have any like owners to tell them that they get a room or something? Gosh. It's so funny. It was pretty funny. They're not paying attention to the rally at all. They're just like these two dogs going at it. It's like, oh, it's like great. Uh, Have some dignity. Yeah, (laughs) have some self respect, man. At least pretend that your job means something. (laughs) Like (laughs) because you know both those dogs are neutered. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) may hopefully. But so there's that. Um, And then there was the more pro EU party was having a rally. Mm -hmm. And I missed a bus because Google Maps was telling me walk through this piazza and it was all blocked off. That's just like, I feel like there's a larger commentary to be made here. I think there is that the open border party has blocked off the piazza and makes me miss my bus. But the closed border, you know, (laughs) anti EU party has, you know, freedom of movement. (laughs) And free love and fewer like police involvement in yeah, and free love between animals. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I don't know. Like, I, there's something weird here. Like, there's a there's some contradi- great contradiction that my Italian is not up to snuff to really figure out. But yep. like, <laughs> but it, that does seem backwards. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, kind of. Well, never mind. Yeah. Well, so, so, but, yeah, this is good. Um, and then whatever her name was, came like Maloney. Yeah, Maloney never lost her mind. So. Yeah. I some I saw somebody sharing a a, a uh, an article. I don't know if it was true. I didn't double check, but apparently they want to criminalize raves in Italy now. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me double check. I, I should fact check that real quick. Hold on. No. no, once we've established a narrative, we need to just stand by it. <laughs> I'm a one I'm a one source narrative kind of guy. <laughs> I just... Okay, so this is the BBC. Oh. Italy's right wing government to criminalize raves. Uh, New crime of invasion of dangerous uh, dangerous gatherings of more than 50 people would attract up to six years in jail and opens up the possibility of wiretapping rave organizers. Who even <laughs> raves anymore? Yeah, or am I too Midwest anymore. to understand this? I think the Europeans yeah. are still raving. I think they're still, are they still raving. Interesting. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't have jobs, Thomas. You got to remember it's, these. It's <laughs> this is what the youth do. This is what the youth do. This is what the, what's happening in the uh, hinterlands of the American em- NATO empire. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's kind of like what the Druids were doing at the edge of the Roman empire. Like, exactly. Like, you know, do your thing. Yeah. Don't cause a new rebellion. <laughs> um, but yeah, people are freaking out. I, I remember earlier on, they're like, oh, she wants to, um, the Italians celebrate the fall of Mussolini. There's like a holiday for it. Apparently, she was talking about like doing away with that holiday. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I, don't, I mean, no, no. I, I obviously, I'm not pro Mussolini. I, I just am. When like everyone was flipping out about her, like every news outlet, and there was nothing that was like, here's a honest review of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, this there's a narrative that the Western media is trying to push about this. Yeah. And so I'm I, I just kind of tuned it out because I was like, everyone's saying the exact same thing. And yeah. like this is obviously coordinated. When um, it becomes mono, like monosyllable, yeah. you're like, Yeah, dude, I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little skeptical on this. A little skeptical, like I'm just like my opinion of it doesn't actually matter so i'm just going to wait to kind of see what happens yeah. like as long as you guys pay your nato dues pay your nato dues do whatever you want that, that's <laughs> right as long as i can come and visit rome and, and <laughs> pay my homage to the true leader of italy <laughs> let's wait till the next pontificate that's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um speaking of leaders should we make some predictions um first yeah. so about the upcoming election so first i would like to say unlike kramer all of our predictions will come true and you can make a lot of money i'm just kidding no. <laughs> do, do not make, no. do not do not like none of these no. we'll probably get them all wrong <laughs> yes are, we are we have severe biases that are going to be clouding our judgment on these <laughs> yeah that's true Pro- probably um yeah. Or maybe we'll be a little rebellious. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. It's possible. Democrats are going to hold us, hold the house, man. It's like, okay. <laughs> Calm down there, Pop. That is not America, happening. bros. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what's your first one you want to ask me? Ooh. Um, okay. Georgia, who wins it? Which race? Uh, Senate. Let's go with Senate and then governor. I think Kemp is going to... Okay. So starting with the Senate... Um, my gut's telling me that Warnock is actually going to win that. Really? I'm my, my, I'm not 
Now, I'm not following it terribly closely, and I know Warner has got a slight lead in the polls, mm-hmm. but that's one of those races where I can kind of expect there to be like a little bit too much hype around Walker. I see. And that, that I'm not 100% sold that Walker's going to be able to actually... It, I think it'll be close, but I kind of see Warnick winning, and then uh, I think Kemp blows out Abrams. Yep. He's probably finally purged all the voter rolls, like just all the Democrats in the state. Like every single, he's just like, all right, man, you see a D next to their name? Get rid of them. That's right. This is what Brian Kemp's been doing. Yep. Stacey Abrams is going to be like, no, now I need to be, you know, depicted as the world leader in Modern Warfare 3 or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some video game where she was depicted as like the galactic leader. Oh yeah, um, I forget which one it was, but yeah, she was like, like the leader of like seriously guy. Well, no, no, she no, it was Star Trek. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was on Star Trek. She was like president of the United Earth or something. Yeah, <laughs> the globalist dream that like she was living out the World Economic Forum dream. She was playing it out on screen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh! Like wake up, wake up! No, no. <laughs> that dream. I was controlled the world. That's right, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Just put um, me under again. <laughs> okay, so here's how I don't disagree with that because I don't think Warren, uh, I don't think Walker has been the best candidate, especially with the abortion stuff coming out. Um, I mean, like, I do agree that I think that a lot of people at the end of the day are going to be like, well, yeah, he's a hypocrite, but he's on my side of the aisle and right. it's going to bring it in. Um, and so I don't really know how much that's going to play. Um, I know Chuck Schumer came out and said they're going to lose it, which is interesting. But the question I kind of have is like the real clear politics average right now for Georgia, for Kemp versus Abrams is Kemp is up by eight. Right. So I guess if there wasn't the governor's election, I would be more inclined to say maybe Warnock pulls it out as the more seasoned politician. Yep. But I'm just wondering, like, how many split ticket voters there'll be. Yeah, yeah. you're going to need a lot. You're going to need, like, you need a lot to pull that off if you're Warnock. That's a good point. I, um, I think, yeah, that's a good point that, uh, tr- you know, uh, traditionally speaking, people just vote straight ticket one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think it, that's a good point. Um, if Kemp can pull Walker, and I think the other thing I have to take into consideration is that this is going to be a specifically pow- strong Republican year. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a weak Republican year, I don't think Walker wins. Okay. In a strong Republican year, plus having Kemp up so much, I might... I'm, I'm, I'm lean... Okay. I'll lean Walker. Ooh, you're changing it. Uh, I'll I'll change it just because I hadn't quite considered the Biden factor in this at at uh, first. And chocolate, just, chocolate chip, chocolate, chocolate, oh, man. <laughs> no, the Biden factor. Every dumb, every Republican is going to get like a three point boost because of the fact that Biden is like leading the Democratic Party right now, like across the board. Um. So if that if you're right that it's a three percent bump, like then the Republicans are going to sweep hard. Yeah, I think they. I think yeah. I, 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 dude, they look at New York. 
Look how close the governor's race in New York is. Some polls had Zeldin up by like two points. Yeah. You look up. You want to ask me next one? I wanted what I I, I was going to ask you about New York. Did you do you think that Lee Zeldin can take it the, the stronghold? No, I think Kathy Hochul's barely going to pull on. I think okay. it's going to be similar to New Jersey last year. Mm-hmm. Where Virginia pulls it out, and then New Jersey is like, you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to flip New Jersey, and then they don't. That's my prediction yeah. for New York. Okay, that Zeldin's going to get close. Now, here's the thing: with Hochul, Hochul in the, the debate said, "Why are you so focused on crime?" Yeah, and it was almost like that line with uh, what's his face, McAuliffe. Yeah, Virginia. What was yeah. it? It was something about education, right? He said something um, like, I don't want parents in the classroom yeah. or something yeah. like that. But, yeah. So the thing with that though is, um, oh, who's the governor of Virginia again? What's his name? Um, uh, Youngkin. Youngkin. Youngkin had like several months to just barrage the airwaves with that. And yep. if she had said that maybe a month earlier, then perhaps Zeldin could come yeah. out ahead. But I mean, you do see some of like people getting pushed out on the subway tracks and random shit like uh, that. And you're like, so yeah, my, I don't know. Maybe that's why he's worried about, about that. Uh, yeah. My, so my brother was just in New York and he was with oh, a yeah, friend. I, I saw him. He's like New York trip successfully made. I was just like, so it means what you almost died and then didn't. <laughs> like, no, what well, you so that? my, my, the guy that he was out there with uh, visiting New York, he, um, my brother went out and did something else, and then his friend was on Broadway, and he almost got mugged, like straight up. Like wow. a guy threatened him, on and Broadway? he said, "Yeah, like I, in I don't a know touristy- much in New York. Is that the tour? That's a fairly touristy area. Um, and the only way that my, my this guy was able to kind of like get away was because there was a cop that was kind of nearby, really? and the guy was still like kind of harassing him even as they were going by the cop. Wow. Yep." So this um, is the thing. I've never been in New York, but to be honest, I am more intimidated with going to that city than going to like Rome or even Naples. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. I almost would rather go to Naples. Like forget Rome. <laughs> Rome is a cape right. Rome is a yeah. A puppy dog play park like yeah. play park thing. Yeah. In comparison. Like I'd rather go to like I'd be more comfortable going at this point to Naples than I would do. Like so Zeldin, I think that, you know, so a couple of things that, that I was also considering. Hochul was never elect. She is a replacement. Oh, yeah. She was on Cuomo's ticket, but she's never actually won on her own. New Yorkers haven't really ever voted just for mm-hmm. her. That's a good point. And New Yorkers, I think, like, regular New Yorkers are dealing with coming out of the worst of the lockdowns in the country. Mm-hmm. That were orchestrated by the Democrat Party in New York. They're having a serious crime wave. And I don't know. It it seems that's a good point. I you know, it I will there be enough of a well, and I also have to say that, that New York's you know, actually I I don't know have enough data on this, but I wonder if the demographics of New York are just shifting. Because the state is like not is actually shrinking population, so I think the demographics of the state are actually kind of changing a little bit. And it would be interesting if increasing because as as was being reported all over the place, Latino voters are yeah more and more right. Thinking yeah, and so if New York is becoming more Latino, 
Interesting. And a lot of the wealthy white folks are moving to Florida. Yeah. Not that I, you know, just be clear, dear listeners, I'm not saying that Latinos are all Republican or Democrat or one way or another. I'm just yeah. trying to analyze there's, what I'm there's the news. shift. Yeah. Yeah. Just recognizing the shift that there seems to be a shift among Latino voters. And there has been an exodus of people out of New York for tax reasons, for pandemic reasons, people were leaving. Mm hmm. Maybe maybe that'll be enough. Maybe it's just I'm not saying it's gonna be a landslide, but maybe it'll just be enough. Mm. And then you get a, a new regime in there. Mm. All right. That's, so that's New York is gonna be a fun one to watch. No, I agree. I definitely, yeah. It'll be it'll be curious to see how that one how that one goes. Um cool. All right, is it my turn? Yeah. Uh yeah, you asked me. Yep. Okay. Nevada governors and Senate. I think Republicans win Nevada. I think they're going to sweep Nevada. Yep. Yeah. I think that's, I, yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. I think yeah. Lax, it's a good candidate and smart. Yep. He's unified the Republican party there. He doesn't have to deal with like necessarily pissing off the Trump side or the regular normie Republican side. Like he's gonna. Yeah. I think he, he's got a very, you know, solid background on um, just like his background is like, very like you said um did you use the word milk toast no i said normie republican normie yeah so he's got like a one point oh no no actually so 538's got him up by like 0.6 okay it's going to be close i think he's got enough to pull it out um mm -hmm. like emerson had him at emerson actually gives him a five point lead oh yeah i saw that that pulled the hill emerson had him up by five yeah and then real and quick that's also has the him at 1.9 Yep. So, well, and that Emerson College one was also sponsored by uh, KLAS TV, which is like the local, um, like TV station in Vegas. Okay. Um. So and then the Senate race in Nevada, or no, that that is the, uh, the Senate governor race in Nevada. That's with Lombardo, and I forget who. Yeah, Nevada race. So Lombardo, who, Sisolak, um, is the Democrat, um. I think Lombardo is a pretty popular person in Nevada. Okay. I think he's got a pretty high profile um, being the uh, former chief of the Las Vegas Metro and also Clark County Sheriff. I think a lot of people recognize his name and mm -hmm. he was also the, I'm pretty sure he was the chief during, um, during the uh, mass shooting in Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he kind of led the response to it. Um, which so what you're saying is he orchestrated it with the scene. I'm just kidding. Well, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm no. Not, I mean, nah, I'm not you, serious. Well, I, all I will say is like, not to get conspiratorial. I think that there is people who can honestly say that there was a lot of weird stuff that went on there mm -hmm. just with like transparency things, not even saying that it was orchestrated, just like their lack of transparency or lack of like God. ability to figure out what actually went down or why it went down. Um, so I think Republicans sweep Nevada. I think that the I read a pretty good article. I think it was in on Real Clear Politics, but I can't remember who wrote it about how um, Nevadans were so severely hurt economically by uh, COVID lockdowns because mm -hmm. all the casinos and restaurants closed and so uh. many people rely on them that even like the unions and the casino workers and the hospitality folks who typically vote blue are mm -hmm. ready to punish the Democrats for what happened during COVID. Uh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Okay, cool. For me. Uh, uh, there was one in what I was looking at. Um, let's see here. I'm pulling up my list. Sorry, I was on a different no page. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my calendar, not calendar, real clear politics map. So there was a um, oh, um. What about in uh what about the governor race in Michigan? Uh, I really want Tudor Dixon to win. Mm-hmm. I just hate Michigan politics because it like breaks the GOP's heart like every time. Yeah. Like John James not getting elected twice. Yeah. And like he was he was running against the most blase Gary Peters senator dude and didn't pull it out and you're yeah. just like ah oh, shit um I think so the thing is is like if Gretchen Whitmer had just been a little bit more Gavin Newsomy with her hypocrisies over the COVID stuff and right. if this had happened so if they had had this election last year like Virginia I think Gretchen Whitmer is gone. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about Tudor Dixon to like say anything. And I really do think that the plot to kidnap Whitmer actually helped her. Yeah. Um, regardless of the fact that like these guys were like, like anarcho libertarian guys and they weren't like Republicans, you know, they were just like, like live free or die and like what you guys mean is literally where they're like yeah yeah i think that actually and then well and then they had help from the fbi um you always gotta have the fbi there's like two essential ingredients to a good kidnapping plot one radicals to the fbi to stir the pot yeah (laughs) um but yeah legally not getting to entrapment um yeah so i i think christian women's gonna get it although okay yep like, I mean, I know American Greatness Insider Advantage just released a poll that has them tied, but just all the other polls have her so far ahead that I'm just, yeah. There's a Trafalgar poll that has her tied. Trafalgar, like everyone's who's like, Republican, I'm like yeah, they're they're pretty decent on a lot of it. You know, you they're got, pretty accurate. Yeah, I they're think, they're they're accurate. Yeah. So, but still, I don't know. I just, I just think that Michigan still just has enough habitual democratic voters from the detroit area like from still like i think it's gonna die off eventually but i still think there's like the memory of like some 70 year old who if he had been in any other state doing any other job at any other sort of income level would have switched to republican a long time ago but since he was remembers the union days from the 70s (laughs) <laughs> and, the, and he's like, nope, Reagan. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I see it. So, I wish I knew more about Tudor Dixon, but I think Gretchen Whitmer's going to. Dang, I hate saying that. Yeah. Man, for a sweep here, we've been saying a lot of Democrats. <laughs> you know, it's. But we've been asking the hard ones. So. Yeah. Well, we've been asking, we've been asking some tough ones. I just. It, it's a tough thing. I was listening. I, I was listening to the um, National Review's editors. Oh yeah, podcast. They 
They're they're kind of funny. I they were doing kind of a prediction podcast. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and they definitely are all like Republicans are going to do well. But then there's always that moment where you're like or they could do terribly and we could all be so wrong. And yeah. it's um I mean, a couple of things that always get brought up white suburban women are is always a demographic and they're saying that they're breaking Republican right now. Mhm. Um, probably over inflation. Mm-hmm. Jay Powell is just cranking up the heat on that uh, interest rate. Yeah, they um, jacked it up another what point seven point seven. Yeah, point seven five. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. So one of the things I though I forgot to mention about um, I forgot to mention about um, Michigan and why I still maybe this more solidifies me towards Whitmer. Um, Michigan has an old law in from the 1800s that bans all abortions completely. Uh, right, right. And right, right, so right. there was so some pro-life groups brought up a um they brought up something to say, hey, like an injunction, like or not injunction, been the opposite of an injunction, I think, to like, why don't you guys put this law into effect? Yeah. The judge then said, Nope, it's on the ballot in November. And we're going to wait for that. Now, I don't know how the campaign has gone. I don't know what that ballot, what the what the state of constitution thing amendment looks like. I've heard some people make the argument that the Republicans can frame it as like really radical in the new post row world, yeah. um, because it seems like the status quo that a lot of like purple states are going to fall to is going to be 15 weeks or 10 weeks or something kind of yeah. like what Europe does. Right. Europe allows abortion, but as like it was in no way, shape, or form as radical as America was. Because America was just like, all right, yep. coming out of the womb, like kill it, right? Um, and at least like at least Europe used the fig leaf of like 15 weeks or something or 10 weeks or whatever it was. Yep. So I feel like a lot of purple states are gonna like kind of end up on that one. So maybe Michigan can turn around and the Republicans can pin it as being overly radical. But I also don't think the Republicans, I think they've been left flat footed on the whole abortion thing. Um, and that I think enough people are going to be brought out to vote who might otherwise not have because of that abortion issue. Yeah. That's my that if I had to put an in like and I don't have an insider like look at Michigan politics or anything. Yeah. But if I had to take guess, I would say that's going to help out Whitmer. It's going to put her over the line. That is a good point of something that we have not talked about yet is how much does that impact um at this point i don't think like dobbs impacts anything except for very individual cases where it's going up on the ballot like michigan i don't think it yeah i don't think for like other states like i don't think like arizona all of a sudden people are like oh carrie lake i'm not going to vote for her because of like dobbs or something right unless there was like it was on the ballot that's that's right. my take. I think it's like that pot has well, like a, enough that yeah. it just doesn't matter as much. That's my prediction. And you got like a state like Nevada that I'm, I'm almost certain I read that it's like constitutionally codified. Oh, really? That would allowed. be Nevada. They're just yeah. like prostitution and abortion. And let's elect some Republicans. Yeah. Kind of like New Hampshire. It's like the New Hampshire of the West. It is. Yeah. Just with like more money and like more mobs <laughs> more mobs yeah and they switched out like crime families for the mafia of corporations and like 
mm-hmm. MGM and Win yeah. and all those guys. And Elvis. Elvis. That's right. Frank Sinatra. Elvis. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go back to the East Coast. Um, East Coast. Well, actually, well, actually, we were in Michigan, which it, Mi- Michigan is the one state in the Midwest that thinks it's East Coast. But um, <laughs> no, they really do. It's like every, like every person I've ever met from Michigan is like way too happy that they're from Michigan. I'm like, guys, like you're from Michigan. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it's like the best state in the Midwest. It's like kind of like Wisconsin, except in Eastern time zones. Like, yeah, Eastern time zone is better. It's like, nah. I suppose if Wisconsin had Michigan level sports teams and you guys were in central time when it gets dark at 430, you'd have suicide rates at the level of Japan. So yeah. consider it a blessing. Yes. Consider it a blessing. Yes. I'll know the lines aren't going to do nothing. Um, I, yeah. So you want to go back further east? Yeah. Okay. So Pennsylvania. Uh, I think Oz wins. Okay, you think and you think Oz wins. I cannot bring myself to say that if Fetterman wins a U.S. Senate seat, then the Republic is broken. The Republic <laughs> is broken. We're, we we've jumped the shark. Call it a day. We're we're done. I mean, good night, it, good night America. Good night America. Good I night, mean, nothing against the guy personally, but if you have a stroke victim who is just barely hanging on mentally, win a one of only a hundred seats in the U.S. Senate then what are we doing here? Like not saying that Oz necessarily deserves that seat, but if it's between those two guys, you got to go with the one that can like make it through a debate coherently. Like I support yeah. fracking. I don't, I do support fracking. I don't, you're like, dude, bro. like, bro, stop it. like um, it was yeah. funny watching some academics on Twitter. Yeah. Losing their mind over that. And it was, I can't, they're were, they were all screaming. I can't believe how ableist of a country the, the United States is. <laughs> like, guys, 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 yeah. come on, come now, come now. This is not a right. Being a, being in the Senate <laughs> is not a right. This is not, this is not, you, you know, you get access to a university or a public university or, you know, you, people have to like have a, you know, accessible stuff. No, this is the U.S. Senate. Like you're gonna have access to classified information. You're you're gonna have to be even either either it's an important seat or it's not. I, I don't know. Just go ahead. Even like um, what is the about like academics about ableist? Like, I feel like the legitimate like, and I don't know how many college kids have strokes, but like the legitimate and responsible thing to say to somebody who's dealing with that sort of cognitive like. Yeah. Breakdown is to say, hey, kid, you need to take like, just take a semester off. Yep. Don't stress about it. Nope. Get better. Come yeah. back to class. We don't think any less of you. <laughs> but right. Like, no, he should be in the U.S. Senate. He should be in the U.S. Senate. <laughs> That's such a good point. No, you. Yeah. It, it's kind of how they were like propping up Biden where it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy is like having a lot of trouble. Oh, you're ageist and ableist. Like he's like. It's like, no, you're being abusive to this person because he needs to rest. And, he, you know, this is not OK. Like, I'm not saying Fetterman's being forced to do this, but like somebody who loves him probably needs to say to him, hey, man, you're, you need to like take a so good. take a little bit of a break. Like it's too late now. It's or no, not so late. I mean, like. Um, oh, it's a, just sorry. No, I mean, like the, the whole thing with it was also just like dude you know you in may like after you had the stroke 
Like, I, I know it happened right before the primary, so everyone was set. So they voted for you. It's like, by July, you can figure out that you're not going to be good to run by November. Yep. Like, you can, like, you can, you still have enough time to drop out and you can yeah. find a, con like, a conventional candidate to take your place. Yep. And he can run with it or he or she can run with it. Yeah. And it's like, now it's too late. And I got to roll yeah. with it. That's so, right. Less than a week out. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so I think Oz wins. I, I, unless it's everyone just hates Oz so much that they just vote against Oz, mm -hmm. um, which I guess is possible. But in Pennsylvania politics is weird. It's like Michigan where yep. Republicans get their heart broken all the time on it. Yep. It's, but I think I still, yeah, I agree with you. I think how's it going? What about Mastriano and Shapiro? I haven't followed that at all. I don't know really what's Here's happening. The thing, folks. Mastriano what's is really an idiot. Okay. Here's the thing, folks. Me and me and I, I'm running for guard. Oh, yeah, actually, never mind. I'm not actually, but <laughs> actually, there. Fooled you. Kind of like Benjamin Netanyahu. Thought I was there, then I wasn't. <laughs> So Shapiro's the dem. If I yeah. remember correctly, Shapiro's a Democrat. Yeah, he's like a former AG, right? I I think he might have been the former lieutenant governor. If I think. Oh, okay. Yes, but that's just I, my take. I thought he was the guy who was going after the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania or sex. Abuse. Oh, that you're right. He, I think that might have been the guy. Yeah, this is why we need to grab like John and be like John. Yes, come here and talk shit about you know Pennsylvania politics. Yeah, his brother actually gets involved with this. Yeah, yeah. So Shapiro's running ahead by twelve points. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think of Republicans <laughs> in a spot to win the. I think Doug Mastriano's gonna lose. Yeah. Watch he drops out like less than three days before and is like, you know, I'm gonna put uh, Rick Sandorum in for. <laughs> yeah, old Rick. Let's oh, roll Rick out. <laughs> we just see Marcolini hang out. We're like, oh, oh <laughs> so, hey guys, uh, go to vote. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, all right, gotta. Here's a weird one. What about Utah Center race? Do you want to hold on to that one? Do you want me to ask you that one next? I, I want you because I don't have as as good of a take on this. Okay, one. so yeah. you better you should ask me. Okay, ask me a different one. Actually, you should ask me Wisconsin. All right, what's going to happen in Wisconsin? I think Michaels and um and uh, Johnson win it. Okay, I yep. think Johnson wins it and pulls Michaels over. <laughs> Michaels is just barely winning in the real clear politics average by like 0.2 points. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not 100% convinced Michaels was the best candidate. I think Rebecca Cleefish, who was the lieutenant governor under Walker, was probably the better pick. Although, as I think about it now, she does kind of smell of that old mid-2010s up to 20 you know there's like a vibe to the republican party from about 2010 when they clobber the republic the democrats up to about 2016 it's kind of yes. the paul ryan ish yes ted cruz i'm trying to think of like little john tea party ish ba john boehner yeah that yeah. whole like that was like when we were in high school like that was yeah. the republican party yeah yeah yeah. The high school and college and yes. then they lose because they put up mitt romney I'm trying to think of who else could they have put up that would have that could have beat Obama. Uh, in the re in his reelection, trying to think who could have done that. It would have been interesting to see Paul Ryan run on that ticket by himself. I don't know if he would have won, but he may have been a little more 
engaging than old mittens um <laughs> like tied dogs to the top of his car for the hell of it yeah the great scandal you know <laughs> of the of the republican yes. i still remember when epic rap battles of history yep. did the battle and mitt, one of mitt romney's lines was like like something like mitt romney's a vicious businessman and i was like this was after trump got elected i'm like yeah Sweet summer children have no That's idea what is <laughs> like. We're talking about like Bain Capital and like restructuring, yes. and then you have a dude who literally made his whole television career telling yep. people to f off because they were fired. <laughs> and you were like, "Yeah, but Mitt Romney." Yeah, like, but like, yeah, literally the epitome of American capitalism and abusiveness right <laughs> over there. Oh That's my like, gosh! You, you clearly have no like you you like that is that is he is the smeagol yes becoming morgoth okay <laughs> like, yes <calm> down. <laughs> yes um yeah that's um i'm trying to think who else was on that stage when paul would admit was in the primary yeah, that's a good question i don't know i think Ten. wasn't ron paul running yeah he oh, ron yeah, paul I'm was sure there up there ron paul ron I, that was the ron paul revolution the the revolution was that earlier than that wasn't that in the? I don't know. That may was that the I first was, time? Was it 08? Was he going against? Would it have been 08 when he was going against? Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Actually, I think you're right. Okay, I think that that's like he, that. Feels like more of the Ron Paul. Time yeah, line is that. Yeah, that whole area stick. That's uh, poor Ron Paul. He should have gotten. He should have gotten. Give it a shot. It's certainly not the Republican Party today. No, um, but do you know? No. So I saw something interesting online. You made a good point. Do you know that Dwight Eisenhower couldn't could not win, you know, the Republican primary in today's Republican Party? Because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's dead. Like, like yeah, because he's dead. Like, oh, such a stupid joke. It's like I was thinking to myself, that's a dad joke. And I'm wow, Peter, you uh, showed yourself worthy. Of yes, uh, thank you. Really thank quick. you. Yes. Wisconsin. I think yeah. so. I think so. I think Johnson's gonna win, which is weird. And I feel like it's hmm. weirdly saying like you're gonna jinx it by saying right that that johnson's gonna win because he's never been ahead in a poll <laughs> and for a while it was pretty oh i'm gonna mix up my terms is bearish negative yeah bearish should be negative, negative. like yeah, yeah it's pretty bearish yeah. on johnson good old ronnie d uh ronnie j i should say um but here's the thing and this is a i guess my little maybe wisconsinite insight to it is they had the they had the daryl brooks trial going on for the past like three or four weeks and it just ended like maybe a week ago right um and again most people don't remember who daryl brooks is because good you know i mean well i mean it's not like you remember him the same way you remember like kyle rittenhouse or something right even though kyle rittenhouse was innocent or daryl brooks because you know whatever um daryl brooks is the dude who drove his car through a bunch of people in the waukesha um parade yep um and killed, you know, six people, the majority of them grandmothers and a young child. And so this crazy sociopath decides to represent himself and makes the trial a complete shit show. Um, he's constantly interrupting the judge. He's like when people identify him from the you know witness box by name, he says, I don't identify by that name anymore. He tries to use the sovereign citizen clause of something. Yeah. It's, and so the funny thing is, is in his closing argument, he says he keeps this is listening to this. He keeps on telling the judge, I need to inform the jury of their ability as so- like the sovereign citizen, which means they can suspend the law. 
And she keeps on giving the legal argument like, no, that's not how you apply this in this case. Like, you can't just be like, murder. No, <laughs> like you can't. Like, I, I, like, I'm no legal scholar, but I'm imagining if there's an idea of like some sort of citizen power, it's not to just withdraw the law in cases of homicide. No, I, um, and so I don't understand. I, I don't understand the process of that, but I. I, I don't think that's how it works. Yes, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just taking a wild guess as an yeah. armchair person who listens to, to some lawyers talk on podcasts. Yeah. Okay, that's the extent of my law training. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking this is not right. Yeah. And so he keeps on arguing to the point where the prosecution to speed the trial along says that he can just mention it. And the judge just gives it. And so he talks to the jury in his opening, his closing statement about they can uphold, they can like withdraw the law and sovereign citizen. And he rambles on about it for five minutes. And you're like, they literally just knew he was going to be convicted and didn't give a shit and just wanted to get the thing done. Yep. And so the thing you have to remember about why Daryl Brooks was able to get behind the wheel of a car and drive through a parade was because he was out of prison on a thousand dollar bail right. for committing vehicular assault against his girlfriend just yep. like a couple days before. Yep. Right. And so he's a perfect example of like bail reform gone wrong. And the Democrat, uh, Democrat DA in Milwaukee County being a dipshit and being like, Oh, this is going to help people out. Well, no, I just got a bunch of people killed. Yep. And Mandela Barnes is hardcore anti-police and, you know, like drop and you know, catch them release and like all the stereotypical crime things that the Republicans are hanging the Democrats on. Yep. And so this whole thing was going on. The, you know, prime example of policing and of, you know, of DA gone wrong was on full display in Wisconsin, like all through October. Yep. And I think, Again, Johnson didn't have to go and be like, look at Daryl Brooks, but it was the overall sense that the Democrats in the state of Wisconsin didn't give a shit about crime. And then Mandela Barnes is also another person who's like ultra progressive. It's like, dude, AOC can win her district because she's in a really super liberal district in a borough of New York. Yeah. That is not Wisconsin. Like that might be an assembly district in Milwaukee <laughs> County. Right. It's right. not going to be enough to get you the whole state, dude. Yeah. Um, or in Dane County or something. Yeah. Um, so I think Ron Johnson's going to win it. I'm just looking at all the polls, all the polls since mid October. So yeah, as oh. my, has, has him ahead by like several points. So I think Johnson wins it. And partially because of the Daryl Brooks trial. That's my guess. Again, not directly, but I think the Daryl Brooks trial kept that sense of delinquency and justice pinned to the Democrats in a, like a metaphysical kind of background noise kind of way. That's, I, my, that's my that's my prediction on Wisconsin. That's interesting. Yep. The crime thing is huge. I so in our district. We're oh, yeah, in it. Got, uh, what's her face? Abigail Spambager. I kind of feel bad for her because <laughs> she like went head to head with him. <laughs> with yeah, with it's just like, Mo, you guys are wrong. Yep. So she's so she got redistricted. Her or, or her lines got redrawn. Was she was she representing you before this? Nope. Oh, we would have been in a different district prior to the redistricting. So now we're in her district, mm-hmm. and 
every day. We're according to Real Clear, we're in a we're a toss up district right now. Okay. Every day I get four to six pamphlets with both candidates accusing the other one of being uh oh so it's Yesley Vega accusing Abigail of like being soft on crime. Mm-hmm. And then Abigail accusing Yesley of like being radical on abortion because she had one kind of like soundbite that they just keep replaying over and over again. Um, The crime thing is going to be really interesting. So you, you know, you have, I I think it's going to come down to, I think that's going to be huge. I think the crime thing, when you get economy plus crime, Mm-hmm. That's a tough year for Democrats. If you you got a wow. you got a shit economy plus crime, and it's not just crime that's like, oh, we're reading about what's happening in New York. No, this is happening in Waukesha. This is happening in like in Utah, even where um you know old red Utah. There was like there's this crazy story, and th- like um this just happened last week. My dad sent me the article. Road rage incident. <laughs> guys are on the freeway. One guy's brake checking the other one. They both get off the freeway. They pull off to where my hometown was in Sandy. They get out of the car. One guy gets out of his truck and slaps the other guy's like the window or the hood and is like mad. The other guy rolls down his window and pulls out a gun and shoots the guy. Holy shit. Straight up blow, like kills him. Wow. Um, like, worked. And you, and I get a little bit of an inside scoop on crime in Utah. Mm-hmm. Dude, the gang problem, like this is the, the, any Democrat who's like, well, there's no problem. I, even here in Charlottesville, like you go, like my wife, she goes on like the Charlottesville subreddit, and people are like, well, it's not as bad as like Baltimore. <laughs> and it's like this city is tiny. I hope we're not as bad as Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> like well. this is a small. Small city, <laughs> you know. South Sudan isn't as bad as Mogadishu. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. At least we're your blessings. You're like, excuse me. At least we're not in the favelas of Brazil. I, like, I mean, we gotta count our blessings there. You know. <laughs> like, so, well, so in Charlottesville, another example. I and I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm just saying that, like, no fear monger. This like, is what the whole podcast is about. <laughs> like, I'm just pointing out that, like, it's. People all around the country, even in districts that are not in big cities, and it's not just reading Fox News and being like, wow, crime's out of control. It's like, no, people are seeing this happen live. Charlottesville, two weeks ago, like in the downtown area, which I've taken you to, right? Like that Mm -hmm. pedestrian mall. It's a nice, it's like kind of your stereotypical small town Virginia. It's not. Yep. It's, (laughs) It's where all the tourists go. It's where all the bars are, all the restaurants are. And All like the white tr- supremacists, <laughs> well, there's that, but <laughs> actually, they're up a little bit higher on the hill. they're up a little bit, yeah. They're on a couple blocks up from there. Um, two in the morning, uh, at a bar, guy just starts shooting and he killed like three people, like on the mall. And so, it's like, really, yeah. And so, that's not gangland either, man. That's no, not- th- that's not gangland. This is like Charlottesville, where people go to eat and go to the go shop and go, like, that's where they have their and pay way too much like, for a cocktail. <laughs> he paid too much for a cocktail and just lost it. Well, guess where they picked him Man, up? It was like shot on the top of the martini. Yeah. Man. Guess where they, uh, where they found, where guess where the U.S. Marshals found him? Where? Tennessee. That's where he was. Really? Yeah. 
he was hiding on Tennessee. The uh, U.S. Marshals picked him up. Um, That's funny. I mean, but, I would, uh, if I were on the run, I'd I'd hide up in Appalachia. It, you'd be difficult to find. But I, yeah. you know what? I okay, probably so black bear kill you first. Black bear, but I have to say, man, U.S. Marshals like appre- like fugitive apprehension. If I was like a cop, that would be kind of a sick job. Yeah, Tommy like, Lee Jones in a fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get a sick badge, you're a federal marshal, you're like yeah. I don't know. I'm romanticizing it. But anyways, that's that's what but I just want to underline your point about crime mm-hmm. in these counties that are not typically like people's Democrats and like the liberal establishment shouldn't be like, oh, this is just Fox News fear mongering. No, crime is up everywhere. Yeah. Crime, like violent crime is up across the board. And it's even if you can, I, I think I saw the New York Times say, oh, Fox News has spun this crazy story, but the facts don't back it up. Even if you can point to like, oh, it's like slightly down, like yeah, they're just spinning numbers. All you have to worry about is what are people seeing their local news and do they feel safe when they go out at night and when they want to go out with their kids? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you in a lot of situations, that's not the case. Sure. Yeah. And also, there's some other. I think there's someone who's made the point of like some places they're like, well, cr- like homicides are down. It's like, yeah, right. but like petty crime is up. You need yeah, CVSs and Walgreens getting like putting stuff behind plexiglass, like shampoo and shit, and like you see videos of people's running in and stealing it. And it's like, okay, so because I didn't see someone get stabbed to death at the Walgreens, and I just saw like four <laughs> teenagers running with backpacks and just start shoving everything into it. Yep. I don't have an issue. Yeah. Nobody There's no died. crime. And you're like, yeah. No, but you like you saw mayhem and you were just yeah. like, holy shit, things are out of control. Like this People is not causing havoc. To be. Yeah. <laughs> havoc. <laughs> My your honor. There's havoc in this uh in this Walgreens establishment. So All I right. want to ask you about Utah in a second, but let me pause it. I want to take a break. We'll take a break right. real quick. Okay, we're back. Um what about Utah? Um, Utah should be Republican, so I don't know why you're asking me about this one. This be a good year for Republicans. What's going on over there? Yeah, so uh, old uh, Evan McMullen, who ran as an independent back uh, during the last election, uh, presidential election. No, 2016. Uh, 2016, sorry. He didn't Did run, he run in 2020? Election. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Probably too busy at CIA headquarters planning his next PSYOP. Yes. Well, he is now running as on the independent ticket for Utah Senate. And he currently is, let me pull up what Real Clear has the spread at. So, Real the last Emerson poll has Mike Lee, the incumbent, up by 10 points, mm-hmm. which might seem like a big spread. But we're also talking about Utah, mm-hmm. where like anything like a ten point spread for a Republican senator is pretty close. Huh. That should not be the case. And what's it? So, and because other one, there are other ones raised up only by three. Yeah. Let me see. That one was in September, but I think Lee is starting to like press his advantage a bit. Mm-hmm. But we're—it's a weird thing because you look at like the local news, Deseret News, which is mm-hmm. Mormon Church owned, but they're oh like, really? That's Mormon Church. Uh, yeah, that's a Mormon Church um, news outlet. Yep. 
Um, so it said like they just put out an opinion thing talking about how more than 200 national security le- leaders endorsed Evan McMullen. And then they provide a list of all 200 people on in this opinion page. And it's like a lot of lieutenant generals, former NSA guys, um, national Sec- NSC, uh, national security council, like a ton of people. Um, I think that Evan McMullen might actually have a slight chance at pulling a Republican seat out from Utah. And it will be very, it's going to be close. And I, this is the reason why I don't think that Mike Lee has gotten the full throated support from Mitt Romney, Donald Trump, or the Mormon church for some reason. Something has happened here where Mike Lee has been kind of caught in this weird no man's land where he's not getting the full throated endorsement from the heavy hitters. Interesting. And I don't know if what's ha- I don't understand what's happening there. So okay, so obviously he wasn't going to get it from Trump, right? Because he voted to impeach, to convict, I should say. Mike Lee did? Did he? Well, I don't think so. I thought he did. On the second, on the second, maybe not the first one, but um. Oh, well, maybe I thought so. Trump may have actually endorsed Mike Lee, but it wasn't like a very big one, like. Trump reendorses Mike Lee. So he endorsed him like yesterday. Okay, never mind. Um, but it seems like. Okay. So in tw- the first time in 20. Wait, no. 2021. I'm my years mixed up. Yeah, no. See, so he was acquittal on in 2021. So that would have been the second one. My bad. I yep. was totally. Yeah, this is the January 6th one. So I'm okay. totally mixed up on that one. Okay. I thought he had had something to do with the first one. Or the second one, but whatever. Okay. Interesting. So, but he was never like a really hardcore like Trumpophile. Nope. Wasn't a real hardcore Trumpophile, which is probably right for Utah, even though it's very Republican. It's not super MAGA. Um mm-hmm. it's a little bit Utah politics are kind of weird. Where I would actually say a lot of the um Utah conservatives are actually not MAGA. Mm-hmm. I think they vote for Trump. They obviously did, but it's they they're not as uh they don't love him as much as you might find in other spots. Um they mm-hmm. find his uh personal life to be a little unsavory. Um so I'm looking at the other ones. In 2010, Lee won by 28 points and then in 2016 he won by 41 points. Yeah. So you're right. Looking at 10 points is actually when you put it in that context is kind of odd and against an independent. So who would McMullen canvas with if he won it? So he said he would not caucus with the Democrats. He made that pledge. Or caucus, I say. Oh, no, that's OK. Yeah. So they asked him during the debate with Mike Lee if he would caucus with Democrats and he said he wouldn't. Huh? So, so it would still kind of act like a Republican. He would be like Bernie Sanders with the Democrats. Essentially, huh? But he would probably caucus for more of a the more neocon globalist elements of the Republican Senate, not your like freedom caucus folks. Interesting. Is that where Mike Lee's at? More than Mike term? Lee, I think, kind of hangs out in that camp. I see. Yeah, I think he kind of hangs out in that camp. So is um, Mike Lee Mormon? Yep, they both are. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, McMullen is. Yeah. Yep, McMullen is. And so McMullen is a, for, for people who don't know, you should look him up. He's kind of interesting. Former CIA. And he has taken upon himself to save America. As um, Back in 2016, he thought he was going to save America from Trump. Um, and he actually got quite a few votes in Utah. Really? Like, obviously, Trump won it. But, like, McMullen pulled in quite a few votes that, hmm. that, that year for, in that presidential election. Um, so... I I, th- I have not heard anybody talking about this, but it's going to be really interesting if everybody's counting Mike Lee's seat as a solid, you know, they, we don't have to worry about it. We can count his seat in the Republican majority. And then McMullen like snatches it. And then the Republicans have one less solid seat in their in their camp. Hmm. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Be something to keep an eye on. Um. What states do we still have to talk about? Um, let's see. Arizona. Ah, uh, yeah. I think actually the Republicans. I think they're going to sweep that one. I think. I think I Kelly think, is gone. Yeah. I yeah. think. Um. I think. Well, the thing I think about this one is that I think Carrie Lake is again demonstrative of. It's less what your policies are and more how you present yourself and work on a TV screen. Yep. Um, in the same way, Trump, again, a lot of TV experience did well, mainly because of that TV experience. That Carrie Lake kind of fits within that same camp of being very good in front of a camera, knowing what a lot of people like seeing, which is her, you know, mocking reporters and pulling out reports and, you know, showing them up essentially. So I think Carrie Lake wins it. Okay. And I think then, I don't know, I still think, I actually think Blake Masters might pull it out. I mean, I was kind of negative on this one for a while, but I tend to think Blake Masters might just do it. But I also don't think Masters was necessarily the best candidate. But something I was listening, I forget, I think it was Carl Rove was talking on a Wall Street Journal podcast and said that Kelly didn't use the opportunity at the beginning of the cycle when things weren't solidified on the Republican side, he didn't use that time to actually solidify an image of himself other than he's an astronaut and he was, he's married to Gabby Gifford, the one who was shot like a while ago. Yep. Um, So that's an interesting point. Um, I don't know. Probably should ask Anthony on this one. Be like, Hey Anthony, get on the podcast right now. (laughs) Shout out to Anthony. Yep. (laughs) Um, One of our three listeners. Um, yeah, like the recent Fox News one has him has him tied, and then the Remington Research, another Republican one, has Kelly only up by one. So I don't know. I, I kind of tend to think it's it's weird. It's I think it's too soon to toss Arizona as a Democratic state at this point. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think it's at the very for the Democrats at the very best it's a toss up, but I think Republicans have a good shot at it. Um, which I think they will. Well, no, let's see. They won't. They don't have to get it to get a majority for in the Senate. They just they would need to hold on to Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Do we do a couple of rapid fire ones? 
let me uh, quickly decide what I want to ask you because I've we've gone through a lot of the ones that I've already kind of okay been following here. Um, oh, okay, I I've got one on the, yeah. Um, you want to do? Do you have one of mine? Because I have one of mine for you. Uh, you better ask first. So, how about that Oregon governor race? I think the Republican wins it. Yeah, I think, I think it's mainly also because they have. I think I, it's for, it's for a couple things. I think you probably have a lot of rednecks in Oregon pissed off, so you might have a higher voter turnout than you otherwise would. This is just me spitballing and guessing, yep. but I think that's going to play a role in it. Yep. Um, and you also remember, you remember a dude got killed in Portland. Uh, right. Remember in like 2020, he got assassinated. Yeah. And people don't remember that because he's like one of like Patriot prayer. So like nobody cared. Yep. Um, but he, yeah, there was political violence and that dude got killed. So I feel like, I don't know, mate, I think that might help the voter turnout, you know, in some of the more rural parts of the state. Um, an educated economist is going to vote. <laughs> 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 um, but again, the big one is going to be that Johnson is running, who I think tends to be more of a liberal as far as I can tell. Right. Split the Democrat vote or yep. it's going to split it enough. The Republicans are going to get in. And I don't know. I really like you can't just do the shit you did in Portland for like so long and just get away with it. Like right. at some point it has to come back and bite you in the ass. Yep. And if it doesn't at this point, then you deserve to have your whole state just burned to the ground. Like yep. Antifa just running rampant. Like that's that's what you deserve at that point. Like congratulations. But I think the Republicans going to win that one. I think they're, I think they're going to win that one, which would be crazy. Cause that would be the first time since like the early nineties Yep, that Oregon had a Republican governor. So yeah, I we'll think see. it's time. Yeah. Yep. I think that's gonna, I think that's the way it's gonna, way it's gonna crumble. Um, I was listening to the realignment podcast and Marshall, who's from Oregon said he was talking to a, um, a friend of his who is from Oregon. Cause when he's originally from there, and this guy was like, yeah, dude, my parents like say they're conservative now. And his point was like, I don't think they're conservative now. Um, like, cause back in the day they were like hippy dippy Republic or I'm not just hippies. Right. Yeah. And they weren't right. Gonna, but that they're so freaked out by the violence and the crime that they're going to vote um, Republican this time. And he's like, that doesn't make them a conservative. It just makes the Democrats woefully incompetent of not being able to look at people's legitimate fear about crime and then either claiming it's like misguided or just off of Fox news. Yep. And you're like, it, like, and some people have been like, well, crime is up as a forward a couple of years ago, but it's still not as high as it was in the nineties. It's like, who gives a shit about the nineties? <laughs> like, That's right. Like who cares? <laughs> like, That's right. Nobody. <laughs> like you can't yep. just claim, well, it's not as bad as it was, you know, in the nineties. Like, yeah, it's yep. worse That's than not a, a winning message. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. So That's right. Um, here's the okay. thing with the Democrats on crime is they're tied up with the radical left yep. who never wants to just admit who deep down, I think deep down, deep down, they just don't want to admit that people who commit crimes are bad people. Yeah. I think that's like that gets I remember there's one student I had and she kind of blurted out in class. Like people who steal things never do it for a bad reason. Or something like that. Or they do it because they need the money. It's like 
well, yeah, they need the money. Like I need the money. I need more money. You don't see me like robbing a convenience store. Okay. Like, and that was like, and it wasn't like she was like in any way, shape or form being cynical. That's like literally what she believed. Right. And, you know, fine. But I feel like that's kind of like that younger wing in the Democratic Party, like legitimately believes that like the people who are robbing a CVS convenience store are doing it because they need the money and because systematically, you know, capitalism and therefore, why do we care? Yeah. Remember, there was a guy I was talking to a grad student. He was like he was just talking about he was fine with cashiers stealing money out of cash registers. He's just like, well, you know, the CEOs, they they embezzle a lot of money and you're getting upset about twenty dollars. It's like. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> like, like, okay, fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say, yeah, please I, let's bring the hammer down on these wagey employees right. for 20 bucks and then not on the, the embezzlement, but like, you know, the good old saying two wrongs don't make a right. Like my brother. <laughs> so I really think that's where the, a lot of the democratic party is. And a lot of the democratic party on Twitter is at, and because they actually disproportionately listen to these weirdos on Twitter, they just literally can't admit that crime is actually like an ontological problem. Yeah. The only thing that's an ontological problem is like Charlottesville. That's the thing they can admit on. And then it's like the dude who's like might accidentally murder someone. It's like, well, you know, you know, there's 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 large social reasons for why things happen. Okay. okay. So I. Has there ever been a time? Like, look, I'll admit that people are in a, if they're committing crimes, petty crimes, I'm not talking about like murder, but like if people are stealing, it's probably they have gotten to a point where they have no respect for, for authority. They, they don't fear any kind of reprisal and they feel like they're entitled, typically, what we're seeing. Those are all symptoms as well, in addition to... Here's the thing. Anyone who says that they're stealing because they need it, I don't buy it. The United States has so many social programs that you actually don't have to steal anything to get food. Unless you're literally in the middle of nowhere, like with nothing, there's like no kind of church or social program or food bank or anything near you. Otherwise... You don't need to steal for food and you actually like it's so I don't buy that. Yeah. It's it's just not the case. There are so many times when there have been homeless people who have asked me for money and I always tell them no. And then if like one point is like right by a McDonald's, I'm like, hey, do you guys want me to buy you some food? Yep. And these people are like, yeah, no, we're just hungry. We want some food. I'm like, okay, fine. That's what you yeah. should have led with. Yes. And that's what you should have led with. Then I would have given you. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna hand you a twenty dollar bill. So that's going to line, you know, some heroin dealer's pocket. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. No, absolutely. So, um, yeah. The last one that I. Oh, sorry. I asked about um, Oregon. Where do you want to go next? Uh, Let's do some. Let's real quick. New Hampshire. Yes or no. Republican, Democrat. I'm going to say it goes Republican. Okay. Um, Okay. Washington State. Democrat. Colorado. Democrat. So I'm going to say Washington and Colorado are nail nail biters. Yeah. I'm going to go New Hampshire as a Republican. Yeah. 
All right, so double barrel question to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a pretty good question. <laughs> yeah, good. First, yeah. who is that guy again? What's his name? Um, Lowry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double yeah. barrel. I was like, oh my gosh, you're such a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the both questions are contingent. Um, first one's easy. Second one's hard. First, do the Republicans take con or take the House of Representatives? Yes. Do they impeach Biden? In 2023. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, man. I think it depends on if a. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a legitimate question. It depends question. on if a Supreme Court justice croaks. <laughs> Mitch McConnell will move to impeach Biden. No, but no, 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 no. This is the thing. It's not McConnell. It's oh, it starts in the it starts in the house and then moves. Yeah, it's going to be McCarthy. Then still, <laughs> McConnell will tell McCarthy, "You need to, you need to impeach Biden because oh, you need to impeach Biden because my my favorite branch of government is in peril." It's like, wait, you're in the Senate. No, it's the Supreme Court. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm the shadow Supreme Court. I, I'm, I'm the power. Uh, I am the Supreme Court. <laughs> so, um, I thought, but all joking aside, I could actually see a wild circus scenario where, like, Alito or Clarence Thomas kicks the bucket, and then they want to get their guy in and they're like, you know what? Hunter Biden's story is going to get real loud real quick. And then <laughs> they start just running with that. And then they move to impeach him. And, but actually that doesn't solve their problem. No. Because like Kamala Harris is. Yeah. Well, then they oh, impeach her for being, and then no, having an McCarthy life. is uh president McCarthy. <laughs> um, I don't even think it take, it's going to take the Senate though, or it takes it between the Supreme court. Okay, what do you think happens? What do, what do you? What I think happen? so. Again, you're gonna laugh at me for this, but it was an Atlantic article, and again, okay. the verbiage is atrociously bad, you know, and yeah. bi biased. The guy actually laid out a really good argument for why McCarthy is going to get pushed and prodded by his right flank to eventually bring articles of impeachment. On what grounds? What do they think is going to be the grounds? Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, yeah, it'll be Hunter Biden, yeah. and the other thing was potentially the pullout in Afghanistan, which I'm not quite sure how you impeach on that one. Like, yeah, it's incompetent as hell, but crimes and misdemeanors are pretty broad. Exactly. So it's pretty broad, and I think the guy also made a fair point that after having impeached Trump twice. With the second one being real snap impeachment for some bullshit. It was yeah. Like... Yeah. And which, yeah. And then the first one, what was it? That was packed with good old Zelensky. The second one was, right? The first one, no, the first one was with Zelensky, right? Oh, Remember? that was the Zelensky right. called Edge, right? That's Zelensky. Yep. Oh, okay. That was the real bullshit. That, the second one, the second one was January 6th. Oh, that's, that's, like, right, that's right. Boom, that's Zoom, right. we got to do this. Yeah. Um, the Zelensky one was absolute horseshit. And then, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, so, you know, if you take that, if you're from the Republican side and you see the first one is complete horseshit, right? Yeah. You want to, you don't care if you have a horseshit argument, the rules have changed mother. Like that's, yeah. 
and hunter biden could i mean now again like again bobolinsky or whatever his name is is like the big man is hunter biden or is is biden is joe biden yeah i don't know that's so i i mean and the other thing we could look at i mean for sure mccarthy has been saying there's a day of reckoning coming for the democrats when it came to like all the stuff that went down with the pandemic, they're going. I I do believe that they're going to like go hard on Fauci and the CDC Probably if they get should. like the the oversight committees are going to like. I think that that for sure is going to end up happening. Um, yeah. The is- impeachment stuff is. I I think that there's. I I don't quite qu- clearly see the um, the political gain that you get from it mm-hmm. if you do, other than. The revenge and Trump lost after being impeached twice. So if you just use it as like a vote of no confidence with no hope of actually convicting and you're just like keeping that in the news and just like it's such I mean, you're you're starting to pull apart the foundations of the, the system like and it's not good, but the Democrats were doing that. Like, so then what do you think then happens to, say, DeSantis in let's jump all the way to 2026 when the Democrats, I mean, we're getting really far in the future. Yeah. But like, let's say the Democrats in 2026, you know, let's say DeSantis wins in 2024 yep. and the House goes as it normally does in, you know, midterms, which is flips to the opposing parties. So then yep. House is 2026 and somehow Nancy Pelosi at age 95. <laughs> has, <laughs> She's retired life. from her post in Italy. And <laughs> did you see um, real quick, just on Nancy, did you see that, uh, She's probably going to be the ambassador to Italy if the Democrats lose the House. Are you serious? Yeah. So um, apparently that post is currently vacant and Biden's been holding it just in case Nancy is out of a House speakership job and she's going to move to Rome and be the ambassador to Italy. The American Catholics are not bringing their best. No, they're not. Um, Interesting. I didn't know that, but that would make sense. She can just sit around and go to cocktail parties and yeah, and go to Capri yeah. or something and be like, yeah. Holy father, I don't have to deal with that terrible archbishop Carleone anymore. <laughs> Carleone inspired violence against my husband by weaponizing the Eucharist. <laughs> you know, there's some Jesuit somewhere who thought that. Oh, a hundred percent. It was like, it's oh, Carleone's yeah. fault. <laughs> like, there's some like lefty Catholic blogger who probably wrote that. Didn't really make it because nobody was like. Well, somebody actually did. Um, parent Ryan. Well, he's a he's a meme Jesuit account. Oh, a meme Jesuit. He's not a real Jesuit, but he's he's a joke. He doesn't want to call himself Father Ryan. He calls himself Parent Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) And he's been blocked by most of like the big like Martin has blocked him. (laughs) Another, I think, bro. I. I think it's like Michael Hughes or so. I forget what the guy's name is, was blocked him. But he was like, even though Archbishop Colion wasn't directly like linked with this, he needs to be held accountable for the attack on Paul Pelosi. It's like, come on. But it was kind of funny because you're like, yeah, I bet someone some, somewhere was like, this is Archbishop Corleone's fault. He inspired a nudist to attack Paul Pelosi. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, he was reading up on his, you know, Eucharistic theology at his while naked and was like, that's it. <laughs> Semper hereticis. Like, I'm going. Like, that's always the heretics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, this is, this is, oh, this we... is, this is, this is how it started. It wasn't Trump. It was Corleone all along. <laughs> Can we make that flag, Thomas? Six Semper heretic. <laughs> maybe <laughs> and with like saint dominic like standing over a, <laughs> like a random like npc cat <laughs> kind of yeah that's what we need when we start a new like very religious ecumenicalism podcast <laughs> that, like saint tetzel or a pronobis the, the banner will be that that's the that's the logo <laughs> we're, we're here to talk protestants <laughs> little protestants little protestants let me come in we just want to talk theology <laughs> ignore that i've brought the local lord with his army behind me <laughs> no i am not an inquisitor i do not have a papal bull <laughs> Like surprise, no I do. It's like, but the Summa says that it is okay to lie to heretics because they've cast themselves outside of the body. I think some some scholastics did argue you could lie to heretics. Uh that would not surprise me. And that also uh, comes up in different um, other religions as well. Yeah. That I've heard that argument be yeah. made. It's like Mormons. I, I've heard early more. I don't know what they currently teach, but like early Mormon doctrine talked about that. Like. uh um, uh, virtuous lying or something. It's something like yeah. there's some kind of like um, speaking of the Suma, and I don't want to get too deep into this because we're running long, but you sent me that thing on the Nephilim on the and the, the meme with Alex Jones or with, I shouldn't have said his name, but the we're going to get to platform, but nobody's going to last this long in this podcast. The Nephilim. <laughs> I think it's just you and me and nobody else at this point. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but it's the, the children of the angels and the, and the men in the old wow. Testament. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I got to ask. Obviously I like, I, I don't, I'm not a literalist when it comes to the old Testament because it's, it doesn't jive with, for a lot of reasons, but it's such a weird story, and I would love to know what a Thomist who's very much into, like, you can't be, like, the species of man is below the species of angels, mm -hmm. and, like, you can't go from man to angel, like, oh. because they're just two different things. Mm -hmm. What does Thomas do with that passage in the Old oh. Testament? It's a good question. I think some people have made the argument that it was, like, holy men, like, they... Right. Sons right. of God, and it wasn't actually angels. It's got to be that. Um, but here's the interesting thing: is that the um, um, I forget what the technical name for it was. Um, so Merlin has a weird birth, like the English wizard yeah. Merlin. Right. Um, I'm forgetting the technical name of it, but his dad is, his dad is technically a demon. Right. Okay. That his I think I remember that. Mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's these, why, why am I forgetting the name of it? Again, this is really going to piss me off. Um, but essentially, it's not a succubus. It's something else. It's some sort of like weird thing. But it's like demons, you know, who take on human form can't produce the necessary biological components yep. to produce children. Right. 
But what they can do is they can take the shape of a woman, have sex with a man, hold the seed within their form, morph into a guy, and impregnate a woman. And that's the story, the classical story of how Merlin the English wizard is conceived. Oh my gosh. And his mom is a nun. That's pretty wild. She's impregnated with another man's sperm delivered by a demon who's taken a guy's form. So I don't know if that's your good example <laughs> for that story, but maybe it is. I don't know. Well, then at the very least, will that at the very least, the author of that story was take was at least aware of the fact that angels can't are not capable of yeah, yeah producing the necessary person. yeah elements that's we've 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 grown the hour has grown late i i, we've, we've I don't jumped even the shark we've, we've jumped, jumped the shark, shark. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from here i'm i know i kind of started this but now i'm like now yeah, you're I'm just really, like it was like i do did, didn't need thomas to start going into weird medieval demonology or something that, <laughs> like, that's, that's right i had for i actually I had seen it, but I forgot that that story existed, and that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Well, luckily, none of it probably happened. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, um, big Republican year. Okay, Republican so. year, or just meh. I'm thinking it's a big Republican year. I think the Republicans pick up the. I think they'll control the Congress, and I think they'll pick up a few governors' houses. Yeah, yep. I have to agree with that. I think they'll get the sound. Yep. I wasn't during the summer. It was kind of odd. Didn't know didn't know it's going to happen. Polls look bad, but now it's like it's shifted that way. That it's just I yep. think it's inevitable. So yeah, anyway, we're well, five days out. Are you going to buy a uh, Powerball ticket? Oh, did they um draw for that already? Uh, no one won last night. Oh, really? It's up to like one and a half billion. I one point five. I think is where it's at. I've never. We're gonna draw on Saturday. Yeah, I've never bought one. You haven't. Oh, I've never bought a Powerball. Where do you just go to a gas station? Go go to a gas station and just say and Powerball. Just I yeah. You say I want to buy. A, it's like two dollars a, a a draw or a ticket. Yeah, I'll go look around in my house and, for like spare change. I mean, the money's not doing anything anyway. It's no, exactly. And it could turn into an app. You could become. You could start your own university just for just for me. Just for you, the Thomas More School of Medieval Studies, and it's <laughs> and or it could start a wonderful addiction <laughs> to, to what Powerball? <laughs> no, to Powerball. <laughs> like, this is going to be the year, guys. I know it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, if oh. if the Lamp and Liquor Podcast has suddenly be gone to global fame. You know, within the next month, it will be becomes one of us want to want that. Yep. An advertising, and we have more. We have enough money to protect ourselves from. We will have fu money. We'll have fu money. We will have fu money. Yep. Maybe we'll buy. Maybe maybe we can just buy Twitter then. Do whatever. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's even more than fu money. That's like <laughs> Elon Musk's money is like. Because that was nine billion. Is that what he spent on it? No, it was forty-four billion. Oh, 
Jeez, $44 billion. Gosh. <laughs> a lot of money. But hey, guess what? That's still just a drop in the bucket for the federal government. <laughs> PayPal printing out that money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.